You're listening to The Lively Show, episode 62. Welcome to The Lively Show. I'm your host, Jess Lively, and this blogcast is designed to uplift, inspire, and add a little extra intention to your everyday. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you so much for listening and spending time with me today. I am actually in Salt Lake City right now doing a podcasting roundtable with Hillary Walker of OurStyleStories.com. So I'm kind of in two places at once because I'm talking to you and I'm talking about podcasting right now. So it's kind of meta in the podcasting world, but I'll just say that this intro is being pre-recorded so that I can be in two places at once. Usually my Thursday intros and outros and my Tuesday episode entirely is done on the day of, so I'm actually speaking to you rather live. This time is a little different so that I can be there helping people. If you're at Alt Summit and you happen to be listening to this episode, please come give me a hug and say hello. I can't wait to say hi to you and learn more about why you're at Alt. Now let's move on to today's episode. Today I'm speaking with Elizabeth Piper of theprettygirlrevolution.com. Elizabeth and her partner Mary are the founders of The Pretty Girl Revolution. It is a business designed to empower young high school and college-aged women. They're both very passionate about this demographic, and they're doing an amazing job reaching out to this audience on a grassroots level in social media and through their speaking. I think it's a great example of how someone is going out there and taking what they believe in and turning it into a reality and a career. In addition, I also wanted to bring Elizabeth on because I actually found out about her and her partner, Mary, through Life with Intention Online, which is open for registration right now. Instead of me having to sell this to you guys or anything like that, what I thought would be better is to actually have a student from the course share what it was like openly and honestly with you. If your intuition is telling you it's a fit, I sincerely hope you sign up and hopefully Elizabeth's perspective and how her own experience has gone will help you get a better idea of what it's like in addition to the website and all the materials there. Let's go to the show. Welcome to the show, Elizabeth. Thank you. I'm excited to be on it. (laughs) Let's start with your background. How did you get to where you are? Well, seems like such a loaded question. How did I get to where I am? Well, I guess on the younger side, I would say I'm 24 years old um, and I've always had a deep passion for inspirational things and how to live the life I was destined to live and live up to my highest potential, which I know is something you talk about wanting to research and learn your whole life as well. Where did you go to school? What's actually funny. So in Baltimore, when they ask you that, they they mean, what high school did you go to? <laughs> I went to an all-girls school for high school in Baltimore, and then I went to Loyola University in Baltimore, Maryland for college, uh, where I was a communications major, but always had a large passion for empowering young women. So that's kind of where I put most of my, my time and efforts towards. Why young women? So young women, why not young women? (laughs) I feel like I've been so blessed to be surrounded by so many amazing, both older women and young women. But unfortunately, I think I've also witnessed these same girls who have this amazing potential to bring positive change to the world always doubt themselves, whether that is on looks and constantly feeling that they, they need to be skinnier and prettier or even like funnier and smarter. I think I was always really saddened that girls couldn't see their own beauty and their own potential. And I kind of made it my life mission to help them celebrate everything about them. So their authenticity and kind of live the life that they dream of living. I love that. So what are you doing now as a profession? 
So I started a company with my best friend uh, and now business partner, Mary, called the Pretty Girl Revolution LLC. It's been a kind of a long time coming. I have wanted to start this company since I was in high school, but I was like this young girl that was like, I'm going to change the world. And everyone was kind of like, okay, we'll see. (laughs) But then I was fortunate enough to, in college, meet someone who shared a similar passion of empowering women. And we kind of embarked on this wonderful journey. And once we graduated college, we're able to delve into it. We're young entrepreneurs, which I'm blessed to be part of this generation of so many young entrepreneurs. We do speaking and writing and coaching. We're loving every minute of it. (laughs) Why is it called the Pretty Girl Revolution? So yeah, I feel like a lot of people hear the name and they're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Isn't pretty the problem? Like, Shouldn't girls stop wanting to be pretty and start celebrating everything else they have to offer? That's actually where Mary and I disagree. We don't think that beauty is the problem. We think it's a very natural human desire to want to surround yourself with beauty, whether that's, you know, watching your mom or maybe your best friend talk about her passions and how her face lights up and you might look at her and go, my God, you're so beautiful. Um, Or even like seeing, you know, maybe your significant other laugh and being like, oh my God, like the way you laugh is just, uh, it warms my soul. We kind of thought beauty is, is a wonderful thing. The problem is that society gives us this limited definition of beauty and says, if you don't fit in this box, then you don't have worth. And that's where we disagree. So our whole mission is to redefine what it means to be a pretty girl. Let's create something that encompasses so much more. And so how are you doing that? We started off kind of just focusing on speaking in girls' schools or high schools and focusing on girls. And then we kind of branched into sororities at college level, which is probably our favorite thing. Sorority girls are just, oh, they have so much to say. And I think they're getting to the age where they want more. And so it's like in high school, sometimes you're like, oh, I'm not necessarily happy, but I don't know how to like change that. But then in college, I feel like you're like, I'm not happy and I want to feel better. I want to feel more fulfilled. So mostly now we are focusing on on workshops for college and post-college girls. And then we're working on writing a book, hopefully starting a YouTube series next month, actually. That's awesome. So what are the key concepts that you help them learn so that they can redefine beauty and the pretty girl mentality? Yeah. So I feel like the most powerful message that we start with, which I kind of think that is different than some of the life coaches that I've come across this. Like, I don't necessarily love the term life coach because I think it kind of insinuates that you have all the answers. And I don't think life is about having all the answers, but sometimes living the questions. Anyway, so when we, t- we talk to these girls, we're not like, hey, we're going to give you the tools to change your life. And like, we're going to give you something you've never heard of. And then you're going to be able to be the person you're destined to be. We start with the message of, hey, you already have this pretty girl within you. She already exists. We would call her your intuition. And so we try to tell girls, it's all about talking to the pretty girl within, writing her letters, your opening dialogue inside your bedroom with her and kind of getting to know her and not being frightened of her, you know, celebrating the fact that you have all of this and you have everything you need. Maybe it's a matter of just opening that conversation up. I think that's really liberating to girls. It's kind of like, oh, wait a minute, I'm already enough. That's a message I never hear. And that's a message that really has the ability to impact me for the rest of my life. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do with Life with Intention. That's awesome. I know. I think that's why Mary and I loved the Life with Intention course so much, because you start off with this ego versus intuition. And we're like, oh, yes, the pretty girl voice within. So one of the things I thought was really interesting that you shared, and I think that some people might have caught as they were listening to your answer, was that you said, 
and helping them not be afraid of that voice. Why do you think that some girls are afraid of their pretty girl inside? Ooh, that's a good question. I have many thoughts. My first thought almost actually makes me think of the quote by Marianne Williamson that our greatest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our greatest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness we are most frightened of. That has a lot to do with it, at least you know, in my own life. We think it's this fear of not being enough. We think it's this fear of not being lovable, which those are two common limiting beliefs, and they, they're real. But I do think that it, it goes deeper than that. I think it's this fear sometimes of being all that you dream of being, this idea that, hey, your intuition and like your pretty girl voice within, she's already a part of you. You have everything you need. Once you learn that and once you can talk with her, it's almost like there goes all your excuses. Like I always tell girls in my coaching sessions, you have that power. I was just talking to a girl the other day about Instagram and I was like, you have the power to either respond to the negative messages or you have the power to follow the positive messages. The answer isn't always hiding from the negativity. Sometimes it's how do I surround myself with the positivity? And it's always kind of like, hey, when you realize you have that intuition and that that pretty girl within, you have the control to live the life you want. And I think that can be scary. But I'm trying to teach girls not to be scared of it, but to be really freaking liberated by that idea. I love that you're doing this, especially with that audience, which is very dear to my own heart, because that's where I started my journey too. was in college as a junior and all of this work that I do, because I too was trying to find what the Michelangelo way of living, as you know, I call it, is yeah. really about. So how do you access your pretty girl on a regular basis? Ooh, that is really good. So I feel like recently I actually have been able to access her more fully because of something that really, really traumatic that happened. I lost my mom about a year and a half ago and it was very unexpected and tragic and obviously like turned my world around. But I do have to say in the year and a half of working through grief and, and trying to understand and like living the questions and maybe not being able to make all the sense that we want to out of life's heartaches, I think I've been able to kind of connect with this deeper part of me. And what that looks like, I think it's being really kind to myself. So it's actually this, you know, message of self-love. And I think it's, you know, in the morning when I wake up and I look in the mirror, actually one of the things I got from my roommates in college, she was originally from Ecuador and she wrote on the mirror every morning or she had it and it stayed, abre los ojos y amate, open your eyes and love yourself. But that's always stuck with me. So I feel like I kind of, I wake up, I look in the mirror and, you know, when I catch that ego and that critic being like, oh, like maybe you don't look as pretty, you know, based on this limited definition, I catch myself and I go, you know what? What is your intuition saying? And it's like, it's saying, open your eyes and love yourself. I think about all the things I'm thankful for. And, and then I, you know, I think that inner dialogue kind of continues throughout the day. It's when you catch yourself, because I think like you point out in your class, the goal isn't perfection. The goal isn't to never chase the shiny pennies. Like, yes, hopefully maybe one day in an ideal world that would happen. But realistically, you're going to have days where you doubt yourself and you chase the shiny pennies and you think that that's where fulfillment lies. But then again, it's that intuition that's always there right next to the ego or hopefully slowly drowning out the ego's voice, kind of saying like, hey, girlfriend, like right now, you are enough. Right now, you're good. Let's focus on all the things you're doing well. Let's focus on your intentions. Let's focus on your values. So yeah, I think she, she's starting to talk to me more and more. I'm learning to be a friend with her, and, and I love that journey. 
One of the things I thought was really interesting is you shared about helping your your client with Instagram and her relationship to it. From what I know about Pretty Girl Revolution, you guys are doing something pretty special on Instagram. On Instagram, so I think I'm always, as you are, trying to research, you know, what you're doing and how to make it better and whatnot. And I think recently, actually, Mary and I had a conversation, and I'm not sure if those who are familiar with the Instagram world, but there's actually this really sad part of Instagram that is, I would call it like a cult-like section of Instagram, where girls who are struggling immensely post pictures that have negative kind of feels to them. So maybe they're struggling with like anorexia or depression or suicide or self-hatred or whatever. And I started kind of researching these parts of Instagram and I was so saddened and affected by this community of people who are hurting and kind of continuing to hurt together in a very unproductive way. And so I was like, Mary, like, it sounds weird, but we keep on Instagramming and hashtagging like self-love and beauty and self-worth. And that's great because girls who search that can find us. But what about the people that are really hurting? They're not finding us because they're not searching for those hashtags. And so anyway, I started hashtagging things like depression and suicide and anorexia and skinny I was actually really interested to see the response. I was kind of worried to see what it would say or what what people would think. But we actually started getting a lot more followers from these people that are really struggling. It kind of made me realize like, wow, are we reaching out to people who are already searching to better themselves? And that's wonderful. But can we also reach out for maybe the people that don't know that there's better, there's there's something more, there's a better answer? I love that. So it's not about promoting negative messages on Instagram. It's about using hashtags that people that might be struggling might be looking up and providing a positive message, correct? Right. And it's and it was something I was nervous about because I also, I know one of my classes I learned, like you don't want to talk about those cults because you don't want to get people to like search them in like a bad way. Get attention to it. Yes. I don't, I never want to do that. So I was really, I never wanted to kind of shine that light for people who didn't even know it existed and wanted it. But no, I I definitely wanted the positive. It's not to promote those things. It's almost to like offer a helping hand to those girls who are struggling and mean like, Hey, again, it's kind of like showing them, Hey, Instagram, you have the power. You have the power to follow things that will help you. And then you have the power to follow things that will hurt you. It's kind of like, what is your choice? hashtag skinny, for example, what is the actual message or the actual image that you're sharing for those people to find? We do a variety of things. You know, there's like the inspirational quotes. There's the pictures of our everyday lives. I think Mary and I are trying to post more pictures of us being our authentic selves as opposed to like, look how pretty my skinny arm looks in this picture, Um, (laughs) which we all kind of are guilty of at some point. Or like, look at this perfect skinny arm. (laughs) Yeah, right. It's like, oh my God, my face looks perfect when I tilt it to the left two inches. So we're trying to put like I posted once like a picture of me at the gym and my hair is like super frizzy and I'm sweating and I'm like feeling good. It's like totally not the typical (laughs) attractive look. And so we try to post things like that. But then also I started being really honest and raw, which I feel like is, again, why I kind of struggle with I'm a life coach, because it's a different angle we take. That's why like one of the reasons I love Elizabeth Gilbert, because she's so honest and raw. Like the other day she posted on Facebook, whoops, I forgot to meditate for 10 years. LOL, you started a (laughs) cult of people who like think you're Miss Guru. But anyway, she's honest and raw and like talks about when she struggles with things. And recently I posted, I was crying the other day, like thinking about my mom and I was having a hard moment. 
where I looked down at my stomach and I noticed a belly roll (laughs) and I started, right, I know. And we all had those moments where you just look at yourself and you're like, oh my God, going back to the limited definition of beauty that forced upon us. But I I had this moment where I started to laugh and my boyfriend's like trying to soothe me and my crying and my grief. And then I just start laughing and he's like, why are you laughing? And I was like, because I just looked down at my belly roll And I started laughing because I realized how trivial that is in the grand scheme of anything else in my life. Not in the sense that like, oh, like that's nothing compared to my me missing my mom, but more so like, wow, if we stopped caring about things like belly rolls and started caring more about getting to know ourselves or getting to know our passions. Imagine the differences we can make. Like, it's kind of that quote that I love so much. Mother Teresa didn't walk around worrying about how big her thighs were. She had bigger <laughs> to do. I said that to a high school girl the other day. She's like, oh, we do have bigger <laughs> to do. When you get those moments and you're like, my God, what am I focusing on? So it was, it was a moment of clarity. So I posted that on my Instagram. And so many girls I ran into that day later were like, Piper, I got up because of you this morning. Like, I read that and I was like, amen, sister. How can we help the Pretty Girl Revolution continue to grow? As you said, you know, I love the way you describe it as a movement. First of all, it's joining the Pretty Girl Revolution, following us on our social media, continuing to stay updated with, like I said, like our YouTube series, and we'll keep you posted on all the adventures. Thank you so much. And I love that you're really walking the life with intention (laughs) way of living. Yes. So what was your experience like with the class? First, I have to say I'm grateful. I feel like people listening probably are like, man, her and Mary are just besties. We are. And I feel like I have her to thank. She discovered you through her sister, Annie. And and she was like, oh, my God, this class, you know, Piper, this is so my friends call me Piper. Sorry, Elizabeth. She's like, you're going to love it. Like, this is like what we've been searching for. I feel like it came to me at this moment where I was like, all right, I just need something, a class online that has substance and that I can really apply to my life. And I think that's because for so long, I've taken life life coaching certification programs. I've gone to seminars. I've done the Tony Robbins, Unleash the Power Within. But I think for so many programs I took, I wanted it to be great. I would hear reviews that were like, oh my God, it's so wonderful. But then I would take it and I'd be like, mm, you know... It's not doing it for me. Like, I think this is cheesy. I think this is stupid. But I found life with intention. And and it was like everything I'd been searching for that I didn't even know. It's like everything from obviously the process of like how to move away from these goals that kind of never make you feel fulfilled. And you're constantly walking up success mountain, trying to feel wonderful and happy and whatnot. But that's actually not what you really are searching for. You want joy, you want fulfillment, and you're not getting it. And So what's the other answer? What's an alternative? And then created this masterpiece with eight years of research that's just like, hey, there is another answer. There's an alternative. And you go in depth with it and everything from, so the message, obviously, with Life With Intention, but then also the branding and the warmth of just who you are is just lively. And that's not something anyone can do. And I think that's what makes your message so authentic is that it is you. You are your message and you embody everything that I think makes a really good class. And and like I said to you, I don't say that about many people. It's rare for me to say that about classes. I feel like I'm very critical because I, I want the best. And I really do think you find the best in life with intention. Well, that's incredible. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't expect such a warm description, but I'm so glad <laughs> and so thankful that it was able to help. I've poured my soul and eight years into what is there. <laughs> 
And it's amazing to hear you talk about it. And as you said, you are someone who is well-versed in this world and possibly even to a greater degree in some ways in the life coaching area specifically than even I even am into that whole industry of it more than I've been more on the back end of like studying and working through things. You really know a bigger breadth and selection of what's out there to experience in terms of programs like this. As people listening to you talk about this stuff, you have a very similar way of seeing things and are very personally driven to similar ways than me. What about people that aren't so into the personal development world? Do you think this is for them or is this only for life coaches? <laughs> no, honestly, I think to my knowledge, like Mary and I were probably the only, again, to my knowledge, the only life coaches when we took the class in the fall who were enrolled in the program. I remember talking to girls who were Etsy shop owners, you know, had small businesses maybe, or who were just working their nine to fives and looking to feel more, again, more fulfilled in their lives. It's a blessing that I have found it, but even I compare it to a lot of the life coaches and I'm like, none of them embody this stuff. So there's no way that it's only geared towards one type of profession. So no, I think it really is for anyone who is just kind of tired of chasing, as you always say, like the shiny pennies, who's tired of waking up and being like, okay, here are my goals and I want to maybe lose weight. I want to own the house of my dreams. I want to date the guy of my dreams or girl of my dreams or, you know, whatever it is. And then realizing like, wait a minute, even when I'm accomplishing this stuff, it's not long lasting. It's not enduring. And it's not really feeding me in the way that everyone tells me it should feed me. And I think we can all relate to that just kind of like, especially as women, again, like wanting more. And then even when we get it, still feeling like, okay, now I want even more. I think that it's for anyone that is sick of that way of living and wants more, but wants more in the sense of wants more inner, I keep on using the word fulfillment, but inner fulfillment. I'll think of synonyms later for fulfillment. (laughs) I feel like it's for people who are, let's look at intentions. And again, I think it's so amazing how in depth you go with intentions. Because I think sometimes people hear intentions and they're like, oh my God, yeah, I do yoga. I know intentions. (laughs) But even that, like I noticed, I think taking your class has helped me set even better, I don't want to say better intentions, real intentions for my yoga practices. Because so often I feel like I was confused about what an intention even was. It's for people who are just, I want this for my life and values-based intentions is this amazing creation that is actually going to get me to where I've always wanted to be. Thank you for sharing that. And yes, I know I always talk about shiny pennies and I bring it up a lot here in the show as well. And I just want to say to just reiterate to everyone listening, it's not that shiny pennies are bad, like having a great relationship or losing the weight that's hurting your health or any of those things. From what I've learned over the years and experienced in my own life and as you're experiencing as well, Chasing those specific outcomes for some false sense of fulfillment and completeness is not fulfilling. And there's nothing wrong with them, but the most peaceful, fulfilling, and joyful way to approach them and often have even better results is by living from our values. And so when we can shift our focus from, I have to get this shiny penny to, I'm going to live my values. And there is a very amazing chance those outcomes may flow naturally from them. It's a total shift, but there is a lot to it too. This isn't something that I can just explain in a quick podcast episode or in a mini series, for example. There is a lot that goes into this because this is really the start to finish (laughs) of how we approach our lives and the traditional way we've been taught and how to do it from a deeper, more enduring place. Yes. That's one of my favorite parts of the class. And I know you shared this briefly in the mini series too, but is this idea of running the half marathon, 
goal setting, it's, I want to run a half marathon in two hours and five minutes, but in the intention sense, it's, and I, I know you use this so much. I know you love it because you created it, but that's how I know you love it. But is you know, moving at the pleasure of my soul. And like, I've used that to my friends who are working on triathlons or marathons, a big exercise goal. And, and I say that I'm like, can you imagine like moving at the pleasure of your soul? And I think they look at me and they're like, oh my God, why don't I do that? (laughs) (laughs) When they're in the triathlon, right? It's not that you can't bring that to this marathon, to the triathlon. How much different is your experience of that triathlon from I have to get two hours and five minutes to I'm moving at the pleasure of my soul. And that might mean you go faster in some points, you go slower in others, but it's always keeping in mind what's best for your soul and what's bringing you pleasure. That doesn't mean you don't push through hard things and resistance, but yeah, it's a totally different experience of life. Yeah. It, honestly, it kind of goes from this, okay, I'm doing this and it's wonderful. It's more like being almost like aware. Like I remember when I ran a half marathon, how liberating and beautiful is this experience right now? And I think that goes back to values. Like what do you value about this versus what do you have to do to make it perfect? All right, let's talk about the intention setting mini series because many people that are listening to the show have taken the mini series the last few weeks while it was live. And I'm wondering if some of them are thinking the intention setting mini series is all I need or this is all there is to it. What do you have to say since you've taken both? Yes. So I obviously loved the course and I, I really enjoyed the mini series too. I thought it was very fun and you learned a little bit to kind of give you like a taste of life with intentions, the course and kind of like what they look like. So I thought that was wonderful to like maybe show people because I think I had seen the mini series. I'd be like, oh my God, hundred percent. I'm signing up for this course. Like this is what I need. So yeah, so the mini series, I think it's, it's a wonderful, entertaining, just like, Hey, here's a little glimpse. I love it. But I do think for me personally, I'm the type of learner that when I find something, you know, like a course that I'm like, oh, this is something I want to implement into my life and the life with intention course. It's, I love the modules that you set up. And I feel that in the actual course, it went so much more in depth. So for me, when I was watching the mini series, I was like, wow, if I hadn't taken the life with attention course, I think a lot of this would actually be like a little bit over my head because you kind of give this like brief introduction of it. And it's all through, mostly through speaking. But with the Life with Intention course, you create these very short videos, which I think it helps to make it more clear. Is that like, it's not like each module is like a half an hour long. It's like each module is full of six or seven little clips. You kind of explaining one of the principles or, you know, core foundation behind creating intentions. So I feel like I loved the ability to pause the video and like take some notes and, I love how, you know, in the modules, which is something you don't get out of the mini series, is the workbook. So it's it's one thing to like take your notebook and write down your own notes. But for me, when someone actually takes the time to create a workbook and all the questions and all the, you know, little things you need are already written down and all you have to do is kind of fill it in. I feel like that has always helped me. It kind of makes it look more like clear and chic for starters. But then also, you know, it's not like you're doing all this extra work. Like, oh, like, let me write down my life with intention thing real quick on my notebook full of everything else in my life. And it's kind of like, here you go. This is everything you're going to learn in my modules on this workbook. And now you can have this already, you know, in your collection. That was really helpful to me. Again, I'm that kind of student that needs to like watch the module like over and over again. And be like, okay, yes, I get this, I get this. And make sure I am creating the intentions based on my real values. And I feel like, to me, the Life with Intention course is six weeks long. So obviously you're getting more. Um, But then also it's it's a better way to implement 
each thing you're learning every week. So it kind of is like, here are six weeks where your focus in your life is to implement what we're learning in class every week. And I, I think that's that's kind of different than what you would get from the mini series. Yeah, and you get the community as well, which is a lot of people's favorite part. Did you see the picture of the two students in Paris meeting up for module three? Oh my God, yes, yes. So there's so many opportunities for people to connect with one another and do mastermind groups or accountability partnerships if they want, completely optional. So people that are listening and are thinking, you know, six weeks is great, but what if my timing isn't right? Or I think these relationships that people are building through the community aspect of it are really exciting and, and a huge benefit for a lot of people to hear other people's intentions and stories and struggles and to help each other along with, you know, my help and encouragement along the way. I completely agree with that because even it's the idea of the community of women, they say like, you know, you become the five people you hang out with. Even if in your own life, it's hard to find like-minded individuals who are trying to better themselves or better their lives. It's nice to have this community of women that are, hey, I'm in the class too. Or like I took the class in the fall and I'm retaking it again. And we can kind of work through this together and, and share what we're learning. I think there's so much power in that. You get to retake this course as many times as it's offered with the next groups. So are you planning on actually doing it this time around? Yes. And actually, to my in my experience, which I think I, I do have a lot of experiences <laughs> doing life certification, like life coaching certification type classes, and I have never had someone else offer a lifetime access. I think like when I saw that, I was like, wait a minute, is that serious? Because in my other classes, it would be this really harsh deadline of you have until, you know, next week to save everything on your computer and take pictures of it. And then it's gone. They thought that was like motivating you, but I was like, oh my God, this is so scary. And then I would, it would be gone. And like the format that I saved under was very different. And I just didn't like how your network kind of closed off. So yes, I, I am going to take it again. You know, every time you watch something, you can learn something new or even go more in depth with a certain area of your life and setting your values and intentions for that. And I know Mary took it twice already. And she's like, you know, even the first time around versus the second time, they've been such different experiences. In my experience, Jess, like I've never seen that before. I'm excited to offer that. So anyone that is considering this, but the timing might not be right, for example, to sign up in February and March might be busy for you. You still have access April, May, June, July. And then I believe I'll be offering another class somewhere in the early fall. That's probably the next time I'm guessing that it'll be launched, but it's not set in stone. So no promises there, but that's penciled in for my next course. You'll have it all throughout until then. So it's not like you have to wait till August to start living with intention. You can actually start joining it now and you'll get to take that course with the next class. You could take pieces of it in this class, enjoy it through the months between, and then you'll get to start over again if you want. Or of course, you can just take it once and be done with it. It's totally up to you. But I want to give you guys that ability to choose and make sure that it works with your schedule. One of the cool things, I don't know if you are aware of this, Elizabeth, but we'll be doing video hangouts where we can all be meeting throughout each module. So there'll be one hangout per module coming up this time. That's awesome. <laughs> so what would you tell people who might be considering this? What is your honest opinion for people that are thinking about this course and signing up for it? So my honest opinion and advice would be, First, I think is getting clarity of like where you are right now and being honest with yourself about is there something more that I'm I'm wanting and am I ready to really take six weeks or you know something that lasts a lifetime so continuously applying it, but really ready to engage in something like hands on that's going to offer me this way of living that is so different than anything else. Was the mini series 
you know, attractive to me? And did I think like, wow, this makes a whole lot of sense. And I want to go even deeper into this process. I really do, again, want to emphasize it really is for everyone because even, you know, I've talked to Jess about with my coaching clients and like thinking about this idea of intentions versus goals, because so often as life coaches, you know, you, you tell people who, you know, my clients are everyday people with everyday different careers, anyone from high school to post-college up to 30 years old. And it's always these people that are like, I'm setting goals, I'm setting goals, I'm setting goals. And it's not enough. So I feel like I see it every day with my friends and my clients of, there's a different way. There's something that you can really get in touch with your values on. Again, that's kind of like my with my company, The Pretty Girl Evolution, Redefining Pretty. We're not taught to do that. Same with intentions and values. We're not taught to get in contact with our values and become clear on what is it about my home that I value? What is it about my relationships that I value? And then learning how to bring those intentions to life. So again, I think it's I think it's for anyone who's ready to actually see some change in a very warm and welcoming environment. Yes, I think that I always say it. It's got to feel like a shoulder rub. <laughs> so people walking away from this course are going to feel clear on their values. They're going to feel clear on what really brings joy and fulfillment in their lives. And they're going to have a step-by-step process that helps them put it into practice for literally every area of their life. That's what the course does, which of course the mini series for those who have seen it doesn't even come close to really explaining, but hopefully touches on some of those themes regardless of whether you join. So I can help more people as well as those that are in this course. And I also want to share just because Elizabeth is, you know, you are amazing and incredible, especially for all you've accomplished in the few years you've been graduated. I'll also say for those who are older and listening to this and deciding, you know, this is going to be a bunch of 20 year olds or something. It's not the case. We've had several women in their mid 50s and are really just looking to reconnect with what's important to them, especially empty nesters. Obviously, we have a bunch of mothers, people that are just gotten married or people that are dating or single. So we have that audience. But then there's also a group of women in the group who are amazing and courageous women who are looking to redefine the last few chapters of their lives and really live their values and enjoy this new experience for them. And it's really incredible to say that it's not just for 20s and 30s. There's 40s and 50s in this class as well. So if you're worried about age being a factor, please don't feel worried about that. Please don't feel like you'll be alone if you are not 24-year-old life coach like Elizabeth. (laughs) Yeah, there's probably not too many of us. I think usually I'm used to being on the younger side of things. But yes, it was a good uh, diversity, which I think is cool because you're learning from different people at different areas of their life. Yeah, but all of them are looking to really tap into this deeper level of thinking that we're not taught. And it's stuff that really is going to make you think. And also to go back, I'm not sure if I shared this, but as far as the modules go, yes, you're right. They're short videos. Each module is between a half hour and a full hour's worth of content. Actually, the fourth module is a lot of audios and podcast type episodes. So that's a little bit longer. But the other modules that are videos are short and they're roughly 10 videos per module. So they're really easy to go through. They are illustrated. They're not just me speaking at you the whole time. So like you were sharing, it's a different experience than the mini series where I'm just talking. This is animated and they're illustrated and they really allow you to take notes easily. So it's a, a different experience. The, the mini series is like you're reading this like description of like a, a class you want to take at the gym and you're like, oh yeah, this sounds wonderful. But you don't fully understand the gravity behind it until you're in the class and you're moving and you're learning and you're like, ah, this is what it is. So I feel like that's like my way to explain it is like mini series. Here's a little glimpse. And then course is like, okay, let's really delve into this. 
I love that. And so since we've said everything super positive, is there anything else that you want to share that's just completely honest so that people know that I'm not having you on here just to sing praises to to the course? (laughs) (laughs) I guess my honest response to that is that I contacted Jess, <laughs> like Mary always laughs. I was like, I'm going to write her emails and like Facebook posts. And <laughs> I'm the one that was like reaching out to you. Like, I just want you to know that you have created something amazing. And I think you could probably even see my Facebook post to you about a couple months ago. And again, because it was just like this honest excitement, because I was like, I don't find people that create something that is this authentic and interesting and useful. So I'm going to reach out to her and like tell her that she's cool. And then like, you know, it was that kind of opened us to like getting to know each other a little bit more. <laughs> that was not what I was going for. But I know you're like, well, you know, what's a critique? And I guess <laughs> just so people know that this isn't some infomercial, because what you're saying, it sounds, I would almost wonder to a skeptic too good to be true. I know that's okay. So let me think of something negative. <laughs> um, I'm not trying to pick on the class or anything. I just want people to know that I'm not asking you to say this stuff. Right. No, no, no. I know. And I was trying, I guess my answer was trying to make that clear, but maybe I went the wrong way. Um, I think my only critique, honestly, was, and I told you this earlier, is that the miniseries, it was a little like overwhelming to me. After taking the Life with Intention course, I was like, you know, oh, I want to look at the miniseries and see what that's about. And then I was kind of like, ooh, this is actually a little overwhelming to me. You know, it was missing like the visuals and like the the little stories of like illustrating the ego and the intuition and goals versus value-based intentions. And, you know, it's kind of the step-by-step process, which I think to me was like, oh, this makes so much sense. But in the mini series, you're just talking about it all versus like having the different modules, workbook or, you know, the little examples. You gave like, you know, one or two examples, but yeah, to me, I was like, oh, like this isn't really sinking in as much as it does in the class. So I guess that would be my critique. Thank you. Now, now it's not just a, you know, wonderful and nothing is wrong. But yeah, that's really great feedback. And I do appreciate it. The miniseries and doing something in short format like that has its limitations. But I do hope for people that take it that even if you don't join the class, you get something from the miniseries to take with you. But yeah, I think you're right. It's apples and oranges comparing the two experiences and the depth of content that's in the class versus me rushing through a lot of high points that relate and to touch on even just pieces of it can be overwhelming, especially in the first video of the miniseries. Thank you for that feedback. So now let's wrap up. Let's talk about what doubts or internal resistance have you had to face in your life? Ooh, doubts and internal resistance. Um, Well, the normal ones that we as women or maybe entrepreneurs have of just kind of, is this going to work? Is it not going to work? And what I'm doing, is it bringing change to the world? Because sometimes it doesn't happen overnight. I think that's a big one. I think my big thing, which I kind of touched on when I was talking about the community with life with intention, is that I think my biggest struggle in life, and maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's my age, maybe it's just where I am right now, is finding other girls or other women who feel the same way as me. I know Mary and I talk about, we feel like we can't necessarily find many women our own age that are seeking the things that we're seeking and the support of like, oh my God, like what you're doing with the Pretty Girl Revolution, you know, has meaning, it has worth, keep doing it. I think a lot of times, unfortunately, I think so many people are kind of living this life that they feel like they're taught to live but maybe like isn't fulfilling. And therefore, they're kind of like, oh, how's your little hobby? And I'm kind of like, my my little hobby. <laughs> no. 
I faced that when I was in my 20s too with my accessory company. I hear you. Yeah. And it's, and I get it. It's like they don't see that it's possible maybe for their own life. I had, a, I had a, a mentor tell me once because things that people have experienced and the people that people have met have shown them what is and is not possible for their life. And then you have met certain people or have endured certain experiences that have shown you what is and is not possible. And so he's like, don't get mad at the people that can't see it, but just understand that like, you know what, because of my life, kind of like what you asked in the beginning, because my journey has led me to this moment, I believe everything that I want is possible. So anyway, sometimes I think it can be a little lonely when you can't find those people, but I do think they're rare and I think that they're really special relationships. So I think I've just learned sometimes it's not going to be 25 of your closest friends that are going to be your biggest supporters and and that's okay. But the people that are able to support you are going to really be uh, the valuable relationships that keep you going and motivated. I love that. And what would you tell someone who's just starting out on this journey? I think my biggest lesson, which I always say if I write a book, it'll be this. It's this beautiful quote or poem that's talking about living the questions. We're always taught to find the answer, find the answer, find the answer. And whether that's something when something bad happens, like I said, like losing my mom, it's like, okay, what's the meaning behind this? I think it's natural to want to be able to unravel the meaning. But I think what I've learned, and I think it's a valuable lesson, I share this with everyone in my life, is sometimes you have to live the questions. And in the poem, it talks about live the questions as if they are locked rooms or books written in a very foreign language. And I love that because it's like almost look at it as like, okay, this is what's in front of me. I'm going to learn as much as I can about it. Instead of wishing we had all the answers every day and living the joyous lives that we want so badly, it's like, you know, it's okay. Trust that you are where you are and trust that everything is unraveling as it should. I love that. And we'll share a little link to that poem you're speaking about so people can go back and read it. Oh, perfect. Yes. I hope they do. (laughs) Thank you so much, Elizabeth, for coming on the show and sharing about the Pretty Girl Revolution and about the class. I really appreciate your time with us today. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. And like I said, I'm I'm excited to see the new people that join it because I'm definitely going to take it again as well. And there you have it. Thank you, Elizabeth, so much for coming on the show. And thank you for listening. If you would like to send Elizabeth a message or you want to support the Pretty Girl Revolution, you can do so on Instagram. Their handle is at the Pretty Girl Revolution, and their website is theprettygirlrevolution.com. And of course, if you're interested in Life with Intention Online or you're ready to register, you can do so over at lifewithintentiononline.com. May something wonderful happen to you today. 